millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Today we've got an entitled parent story of someone overstaying their welcome. We'll get into that in a bit, but first... My 61-year-old mother just found the will of my deceased father's parents, and although she's given 20k, the rest of their estate goes to myself, 29, and my sister, 19. My mother has said to us that we have to give our portion to her. Of course, I would give her the money if she needed it, but my dad died two years ago and she spent a million dollars of his life insurance on trivial things. My sister is disabled and easily manipulated, so she said yes but I feel it's unfair for the both of us to be expected to just give her money against what the will says. She's angry and called me selfish, but it's in the will. I will give her some of it because she's my mom and I love her, but surely I shouldn't be expected to give her everything. I feel a bit angry because she was very mean to me and also because my sister who is disabled and can't work full time might actually need this money to survive. Anyway, appreciate any comments or advice. Update, we had a long chat and she apologized. She now only wants a small portion in acknowledgement of her being part of the family. Yes, she still wants something, but it's up to me and my sister to decide when my grandparents are dead. She's still a bit entitled, but whatever, hopefully things will blow over. At the moment, I'm okay with her having some, maybe 50,000 to 100,000 out of a million, but I'm sure that when I have kids, my priorities will change. I'm going to start trying with my husband in the next year or so and I didn't make promises. My uncle, the executor of the will, found a letter from his father saying that they gave my mom $150,000 already as her inheritance earlier, and upon this realization, mom is somewhat appeased as is he. I think things are okay for now. Thank you everyone. I'm still going to copy that will and keep it safe, but I believe the critical period is in the past. Also, she agreed that my sister would only match what I give, which is a major improvement. I mean, I fully understand loving your mother, wanting the best for her, but I don't understand why OP has to give anything to her. I mean, I get it if she actually needs it, but the fact that OP's already like caving and settling like, oh yeah, we'll just give them thousands and thousands of dollars. I don't know if that makes much sense to me at all. Am I wrong? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is Entitled Mom Just Venting. So, God, this is going to be a very long post, I think, but I'll try to keep it short and to the point. Growing up, my mom was very physically and emotionally abusive to my sister and I. We ended up moving in with our dad when I was 16, sister 18, 18 months apart. We didn't talk to our mom for several years. I reconnected with my mom six years ago after finding out I was pregnant with her first grandchild. She said some awful things but did end up coming around a few months later. She was the first one to know what gender the baby was, boy, and was insanely incredible from that point on. I had another child last April, a little girl. My mom being her must make up for the crap things I did self bought so many things for us even though we could have afforded it all ourselves. In the very end of March this year, my other half and I decided we wanted to get married. 
but because of drama on both sides and our need to have something to enjoy for just us, we decided not to tell anyone until after. We scheduled the appointment at the courthouse and got married April 6th of this year. I didn't really know how to tell everyone. We figured we'd start with the most supportive person in our lives, my mom. She ignored him entirely but texted his mom freaking out. Mind you, his mom didn't know yet. Then she texted me some long paragraph full of guilt trips and making my happy thing about her feelings. I decided to give it a few days because I was pretty hurt by her reaction. A few days later at work, I got a text from my bank that a pretty hefty transaction was made. I got on my app and saw it was for Sam's Club. I don't have one nearby and hadn't been there. When our daughter was about a month old, I'd used my mom's account to order diapers, but the transaction wouldn't go through because she was the owner of the account. Apparently my card info stayed on though. She set my card as the primary for payment and both of her memberships came out of my bank account. So I, being royally ticked off, blocked her number while I tried to decide what to do or say. A couple days later, my husband gets a phone call from his mom saying to look at the picture message she sent him. It was a screenshot of my mom's Facebook. She was asking for a custody lawyer recommendation. I unblocked her and told her she absolutely will stop her crap right now because she will not get my children. She went off saying I'm abusing them by keeping them from her. I'm psychotic and need my meds checked. Hello lady, I wouldn't be on meds if it weren't for the years of trauma you caused. Like who uses someone's mental health against them like that? She said a bunch of heartless things and ended it by saying that when her babies are home safe with her, she will tell them about everything I put them through. I left her unblocked, but she missed all of the kids' birthdays and didn't try to make contact. She just suddenly decided she likes my sister again. Well, she ended up texting me last week after over six months to tell me she has COVID and to tell the kids she loves them. I humored her with a very vague conversation and she promised to talk like adults about everything the next day and said she's sorry. I was going to go through with the conversation until I realized how badly she was guilting me into talking to her. I know she's only talking to me because she feels she has something to gain, aka my kids, and I'm sick of the guilt tripping and her acting so entitled to them. She's had a million chances my whole life and I just made a huge mistake trusting her. She put on a great facade for six years. I guess I'll give her that. Just goes to show that just because she birthed me doesn't entitle her to a place in mine or my children's lives. Some parents just suck. To be honest, the sooner you recognize, understand, and basically expect this kind of behavior from parents who act this way, I think the sooner you're going to be hurt less and less by it. I just think it's easy to hope that maybe they're going to turn a corner, or maybe when they get a little bit older, or when you have grandkids, they're going to soften up or realize something and come back around. I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but somebody who treated their own kids up until that point all along the way, it probably wouldn't, right? Our next story is, my brother continues to abuse me and attempts to control my life while my parents ignore his harassment. Hello everyone, sorry that I haven't posted in a while. I've been rather busy lately with work and home life, as well as organizing family events. On a side note, I've seen people claiming that I'm a trauma troll. I assure you that I'm not. I wouldn't be posting on here if that was the case. This is a place for true stories and seeking help. I'll start off with some good news. I recently got my license and my job's been paying more and I've been making a lot of friends there. I'll be moving out to another state next year with my partner. This is a definite and won't be changing. Life hasn't been great, 
My brother was getting more and more unstable and lashing out at the most smallest inconvenience. It doesn't matter if it's in public or not. For example, he could have someone stand in front of him in a queue and physically attack them just because they stood in front of them. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. He's gotten more impatient and is treating me even worse. My brother has also increased his hatred for me enjoying anime. I sometimes like to listen to music from my favorite anime, to which I jump around and imagine myself and the characters I write about in fight scenarios against villains, as well as openings to an anime and manga I want to create someday. He hates this and repeatedly hits the walls in an attempt to disrupt me. Recently, I was dancing around and imagining a scenario when he did it again. I opened my door to tell him to stop, and he physically attacked me, scratching, punching, and even biting. I pushed him away and yelled at him to get the freak away from me. My dad heard this and stomped down to me and listened to me and my brother's side of the stories. He believed my brother and screamed at me for attempting to start crap when everyone was trying to sleep. He didn't even stop my brother from teasing me and insulting me right behind him. The next day, I tried watching the first episode of Oshinoko, which was an anime that I'd been waiting to see for a long time. I got through most of the episode when my parents got home around the scene where a character dies. They began rummaging through a bag, which snapped me out of the trance I was sitting in while watching this. My brother saw this as a good opportunity to begin harassing me for enjoying anime while my parents couldn't hear him over the rummaging. I paused it and waited for them to all leave the room. He took notice of this and stalled my parents for as long as he possibly could. When they eventually did, I went back to watching. My brother heard this and walked out to me and continued insulting me for enjoying anime, telling me to stop bashing crap and to stop acting like a jerk. He completely ruined the music I was going to listen to as I deeply enjoy the opening and ending themes. I told him to stop and go away to which he guilt-tripped me to a point where I eventually yelled at him to leave. My mother heard this and accused me of throwing a tantrum. I went to my room and cried. The day after, he tried shoving his way past me to get his toothbrush and yelled at me to shut up when I told him to leave. When I eventually finished and turned around, he kicked me in the back and punched me, and I quickly left. In the same evening, after I'd finished work and was about to brush my teeth and sleep, he was walking to his room and quickly dropped his water bottle onto the ground. He then rushed inside the bathroom. 
I got there first, and he shoved me out of the way and nearly into the bathtub. I pushed him back, and he called me a fat freak. I've been watching my weight, and this comment deeply hurt me. He recently even told me how much he hates my partner just because I'm happy and enjoying my life. My partner was throwing a party last weekend, and I was planning on going. Learning of this, my brother faked being sick to stop me from going. Sadly, my partner and their mother both have major health issues. My parents prevented me from leaving, and my brother teased me about it. The day after the party, he teased me again for not being able to go and attempted to start a fight with me. Later on, he tried to start another fight with me and screamed at me to freak off because I asked him if he knew the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise while he was watching The Revenge of the Sith. He even attempted to start another fight with me when I placed my plate in the dishwasher before him. I've also recently began paying my parents' board since I've acquired enough money to comfortably pay them with my new job. Their response to this was that it wasn't enough and that they paid their parents more in board. I even started putting some money away in my savings account to which they said I was putting too much into it and I needed to stop. I can't wait to leave my house and travel away with my partner. To the people who've previously commented on my other posts, I've listened to all your advice. And thanks for your suggestions with the people I should either talk to and or call. Thanks again. I don't think it's a surprise when I say this is not a great situation for OP to have to live with and deal with. They're right on the money highlighting that they need to keep working, keep grinding, and get themselves out of that situation. Our next story is, I deal with this all the time, I'm a lifeguard. So I work at a luxury gym that has an indoor-outdoor pool area. There's a lot of entitlement there. I'm just going to list a few experiences. In the indoor pool during the summer, I wore my sunglasses indoors because I liked people not being able to see my eyes, but it's an advantage, so I don't do that anymore. This child's mom said, I'm watching you, the lifeguard isn't watching you. Meanwhile, I'd made eye contact with him 10 seconds prior when I was fixing my hair. Her son goes, yes she is, and the mom chuckled and said, no she's not. I kind of regret doing this, but I pretended not to hear anything. I think it was the end of my shift and I was too tired to care. I'm gonna tell this in chronological order. So my manager is really nice. She goes above and beyond to make members and their kids happy. This morning she was thanking me for being a part of the team and just saying really nice things. The outdoor cafe was closed, but she was handing out popsicles. I was on the chair, but my work bestie came to me in shock, explaining that a lady had just been really mean to my manager. She was mad that she couldn't use her inflatable thing to keep her baby afloat. They're dangerous, and the lifeguard told her that they're not allowed. My manager goes to offer her and her baby a popsicle, but the lady snaps, Get out of my face! I was shocked! I was then on my downtime, so I go fold towels. But this lady was like 10 feet in front of me. I was so angry with her, but I kept my mouth shut. She said to her baby in a baby voice, That lady right there is a mean lady. She wouldn't give us a popsicle. So I was under the impression my manager rightfully said no. This woman crossed a big line. I wanted to stand up for my boss, but it was risky. Customer service is a big part of the company. I thought, I don't even care if I'm getting fired for this. It's so wrong. I say, hmm, maybe it's because you were super mean to my manager. And she turns around, excuse me? I don't remember much, but it was bickering back and forth. She had one brain cell, so it was hard to converse with someone that stupid. She even said, I get it, you're like a star employee. Benchiest tone possible. 
I forgot what she said after that because it's hilarious she thought I was only doing it to kiss up to my boss. I would do that to anyone I'm close with. My supervisor told me to go to the office and that he'll handle it. My manager called me in and I was scared. That was one of the best risks I've taken because she was so happy I stood up for her, but said, don't do it again though, we could get in trouble. She's getting her membership revoked though. Let's stalk her and went to look up her house on Google Earth. On my first day, it was already a struggle. If you don't know what a life jacket is supposed to look like when it fits properly, if it's digging into the child's armpits because of the buoyancy like kickboards and it's pretty painful. I noticed this in a little boy and so I let his mother know they were right by my chair. The mom was resistant at first but then was like, ugh, fine. I was already uncomfortable so she attempts to tighten the straps. Somehow she didn't know how to do that. I was about to use my walkie so someone could help her until she exclaims, so are you going to help me or what? I was shocked nobody has ever talked to me like this before. I grew up being bullied, even into college. I was shy so I let it happen. Until my sorority sisters were so mean to me, I swore to never let anyone talk to me like that again. I blink and stare at her dead in the eyes. It's on the strap. So at that point I realized this lady was just a witch and to let her make that choice is apparent. So they move away from me, they were talking pretty quietly so I know they were talking crap about me. That was confirmed when the daughter yelled out, shh, you're being too loud, to the son. So like, 10 minutes later I hear her son say, mommy my armpits hurt. The look on her face, she was so angry she dragged her son by his hand to the kid area and then stormed back to her husband. Does anybody else hear stories like these and yeah, you feel bad for OP just trying to be a lifeguard, but especially you feel bad for just the kids who have to deal with their own parents being like this? Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Yanking them around, literally leaving them to just be hurt. This next story is, my stepdad is pretending to have mental issues so that my mom and I take care of him financially. Me, 19, and my stepdad, 38, have never really had a great relationship. However, for the 14 years he's been in my life, I've always tried to keep the peace and respect him, despite his childish and selfish acts. When I turned 18, I got a good job and ever since, he started to pretend to have issues at work, claiming his boss is bullying him and whatnot. My mom is self-employed and works from home and makes good money. I work at a high-end corporate job and make good money. He himself also had a great job making more than my mother even. Growing up, he would always buy things for my brother, his son, and not me. My mom would always buy me stuff to compensate and demands he treats the kids equally till I eventually said I don't care to receive anything from him. Anyways, it's present day and he's quit his job for a bit over a year now and I'm about to turn 20. He keeps traveling and disappearing for months claiming he's getting mental health treatment or claiming his boss is trying to kill him, so he must leave the country. My birthday's in three weeks and I've planned a huge party. He recently returned home, leaving us confused as can be, 
claiming he's not currently fit to work and that my mom and I will have to step up and take care of him financially till he is fit to work again. Mind you, my mom has had multiple brain surgeries and he never, not once, took care of her. She had to still cover her half of all bills and take full financial care of me and herself. My mom refused to propose a divorce. His mom has been harassing us about the situation, claiming we're monsters and how we should be grateful because he was a father figure to me. I told her to go freak off and reminded her he wasn't even a father figure to his son, much less me. Honestly, I don't care if she thinks anything of me, but she works at the same place as me and started spreading rumors. Should I tell HR? I don't know if I should because that old bag is close to retirement, but if she keeps testing me, I'll give her an early retirement. I mean, if this person is leaving you feeling particularly scorned, and they're also going around at work, spreading nasty things about you and just trying to make your life miserable, I don't think you should feel bad at all about going to HR, regardless of relation to you or not. Our next story is, my, male 24, mother does not feel guilty for domestic violence. Update 2. Decided to use this account for yet another update of my situation, which you can see by checking my earlier posts, not much scrolling needed. To make it short, I left my mother's house, as you can see in my last post, and lived by myself in a rented room for the better part of six months. Me and my girlfriend have started living together since January, and I could not ask for a better setup than living with the person that I love. We support each other, we hold each other up, and this is the first peaceful home that I've ever lived in. That said, here's why I'm writing this. Me and my mother no longer talk. I've gone full no contact with her since June. I've kept living my life and sharing my antics in my social media account, where she's actively stalked both me and my girlfriend. The reason why I stopped talking to her was rather simple with a number of underlinings. She started demanding to meet my girlfriend. Not like in asking. No, she would call me in the middle of the day and subtly press me into setting up a date with me, her, and my girlfriend. She wanted to be a part of my life, but no active efforts for that to be made. Because of her lies, cousins with whom I grew most of my life don't talk to me. Most of my other relatives avoid me, sometimes ignoring me in the street, when I happen to pass them by and I've become basically a pariah. Despite the fact that she abused, silenced, manipulated, and shamed me without any consequence, it got me thinking, the nerve. You try to stab me? Forge an ending things attempt? Hit me because I've got earrings and that's fruity? And, when asked, tell me that if I were to be gay, you'd be better off not having me live with you? But suddenly, when God knows what possesses you with the belief that you must know the person who saved me from you, I must oblige? At a point, she even started encouraging her friends to do it too. When I showed up at her birthday in April, looking at them, judge me from top to bottom as though I was a bad son because of it, disgusted me beyond measure. Anyway, she called me three weeks ago from an unknown number. I picked up and she cried about how I've been ignoring her told me she had gone to the doctor and been diagnosed with an advanced stage of keratoconus. It's a degenerative disease of the eye, which is changing the shape of her lens and eating away at her cornea. In simpler terms, she's at high risk of going, in some degree, blind. I listened to her, said okay, and hung up. I still haven't called her back and so far I'm blocked in WhatsApp, where I finally built up the courage to listen to her voicemails. Amongst the many messages calling me ungrateful for abandoning my family, there's one from when she traveled to the UK in August. Hi, it's me. Do you want me to take a gift for you? If so, let me know soon. It just seems like she wanted it all to be easy after I left. 
Like she didn't accept me or my identity or decisions or independence or thought or existence, but still wants me to prance around to show off to her friends and display some pride. To have the cake and eat it too. For me, this relationship seems impossible. I resent her millions. For her, it seems like nothing wrong ever happened and I just suddenly decided to abandon my innocent mother. 100% from what OP described here, to me it seems like it just makes the most sense to stay no contact. I just don't think OP is going to get any kind of value out of having any kind of communication here. This next story is, should I respond? Hi, I, 38 year old female, just read a post about a mother on the subreddit and so I started to think maybe I should ask for an outside opinion about my own relationship with my mother. So first, my mother was emotionally and physically abusive when I was a kid but mostly emotionally, she was the worst bully I've ever encountered. I remember thinking she was so immature. A few examples are, I have a completely paralyzed diaphragm. My doctor said it likely happened as a child. I can remember a specific incident where she was kicking me against a wall and afterwards I felt all along my ribs to make sure no bones were broken, so maybe that incident paralyzed my diaphragm. Later, on a trip as a child, I complained that I couldn't breathe when I was laying down. She told my sister to shut me up or she would shut me up. Later, I found out I had chronic pericarditis, got an adjustable bed after sleeping at the kitchen table or other chairs for months. One specific memory is of her staring at me from the doorway of my bedroom, mimicking my labored breathing with this smile on her face. I was unable to talk so I just stared back. As an adult, I went to my parents' home and my mother made a salad. I have celiac disease and I know she usually made the seasoning using Ichiban noodles, which has wheat. She swore up and down she didn't use that seasoning and I could eat it. Later. I discovered open packets of these noodles hiding in the cupboard in pots. I confronted her and she simply said it tastes better that way. I was sick for months afterwards. I even needed to get infusions of steroids multiple times a week for a while afterwards. With celiac, if you have gluten, you can't absorb nutrients or anything very well, including medication. Anyways, I also want to note I was a good kid and teen. I studied a lot, loved reading, and bike riding and candy. I didn't get into any trouble. I babysat a lot and tried to be home as little as possible. I kind of put that trauma aside and would attend family gatherings and even Sunday dinners, visiting regularly with my sister. My sister also had celiac disease and my mom wouldn't poison her, I thought, so I'd only eat what she ate. She was a vegetarian so that meant I'd never touch the meat. I could tell a whole narrative about my sister but in short, she ended things in 2020. Afterwards, it brought up all that baggage from childhood and I basically haven't talked to my mother since. The reason I'm asking if I'm the jerk is that my mother is actually really nice now. She's made a huge effort to be in my life and she's nothing but extra kind when I do see her once or twice a year. I'd really like her if I met her now. She, however, cannot take accountability for what she did during my childhood. I recently was in an ICU, intubated with a lung infection and multiple cardiac arrests. She came to see me with my dad. I was unconscious during that time. Since then, she sent me two lovely text messages that I haven't responded to. I think it's difficult because she's so nice now. First message, Dear OP, I'm happy that you're out of the ICU. I visited with you and talked with you about all the miscommunications that we've had over the years. I wish you knew how much I love you. I've always said to your dad how badly I feel because you feel so unloved. 
I'm not sure how to repair this relationship, but I truly hope it happens. I love you and hope you get better soon. Second message, hi OP, I'm very happy that you're home. Sorry to hear about your itching, I hope it subsides in the near future. There was another Perseid meteor shower last week. I remember a long time ago that we drove out on the country to see them, but we never saw any meteors. Love mom. Now that I've recovered a bit, I'm wondering if I should respond? Note that I've actually made it very clear to her that if she could take accountability, I would move forward with a relationship or a clean slate, but when I bring up specific examples of things that happened, she says she doesn't remember and suggests that I dreamt it. So, am I the jerk for not responding to my mother's messages and efforts? Honestly, I feel like OP's heart and mind are kind of saying two separate things. I feel like OP wants to forgive them and wants to have a relationship with them, but at the same time, there's a lot of baggage that's still being held onto for very good reason. I think the important thing is, considering the way that they treated you and straight up abused you when you were a kid, you're not responsible for forgiving them if they do turn it around. Especially when they can't even own up to what they did now that they're acting a bit better. Our next story is finally getting rid of house guests. My mom, 66, and aunt, 61, got kicked out of the rental. I, her gay and partnered 41-year-old son, was the only one willing to let them stay with us. It was supposed to be just for a few weeks. That was mid-January. Since then, my mom is retired. My aunt has gone to part-time. They have continually tried to redecorate our home, taking down the erotic gay artwork. She wanted her grandkids to have a child-friendly home to visit, saying my you-know-what-shaped bong needs to be hidden, tossing out all the extra kitchen knives, a few were expensive sashimi knives, pans, silverware, packed up my VHS collection to put up their photos and knickknacks, were not allowed to use my spices, my aunt hates them, have damaged several of my curios, used pledge on my suede leather couch, nagging me about my single after-dinner cigarette-a-day habit, have butchered my garden and made me just feel like a bad guy for not putting up with all their crap. My partner and I have had it. We know they're nesting and had zero plans to leave. So we agreed to pay for their new apartment. I don't give a darn that they prefer a house. It's a one-bed, one-bath within walking distance to their other sister. So yeah, our nightmare is ending and I can cry I'm so happy. They're leaving in a week. We finally have our home back. I can walk around in my undies again, have a beer at breakfast, without getting lectured or reminded how I'm fat, able to make love and not have to be silent. I can kick back and play video games all weekend if I want to. Oh, and I'm gonna buy more gay art and display the heck out of it. I don't care if you can't have the young nieces and nephews visit, it's not ever going to be a child-friendly home again. It's weird. I'm stuck with an apartment bill that I don't know if they'll ever take over, but it's so very worth it. We're getting our home back. That's all that matters. Honestly, I would say if you want, pay for a month or two, maybe even a little bit longer, and then pull out of that, give up, lock your doors and don't let them back, and live your life. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.